what is good welcome back to what's so special about music anyways the official podcast so today we're going to talk about a topic that i think a lot of music reviewers are going to jump onto and it's um top albums of the decade uh, this is really cool and especially you know for a lot of us this is going to be the first time we're allowed to talk about stuff like that <laughs> allowed is a loose term um you know and being at the age that we can and a lot of these albums that i'm talking about have impact impacted my life so significantly and that's why i them. There are six albums that I'm going to talk about, so I might talk really quickly because there's so much I could say about all of them, but I want to just get right into it. So the first album, I'm going to go in reverse order, so album, or I guess chronological order. I'm going to talk about albums as they came out in year. So the first one I'm talking about is um, came out in 2010, and that was um, My Chemical Romance's Danger Days. Now, when I first got into the scene, I was a killjoy. My first concert was... Um, I believe it was like Mute Math, but then it was uh, My Chem and Blink-182, and I went to the Hershey Park Stadium, and I was a Killjoy. I still have the t-shirt that says, like, the um, Incredible Killjoys, and this album really um, let me be the kid that I wanted to be. I was, you know, lost and confused, as many emo kids are, and people that are depressed and things like that, and this album just made sense to me, and... I listened to it for the first time the other day because sometimes you forget about albums that are, you know, not current, and I put it on the other day, and I was just overcome with emotions. I think, yes, Black Parade is the prime of my chemical romance, but this album was so smart, too, and it's so eclectic versus everything else that my chem has put out, and I just... I think it gets um, a bad rap because everybody only knows Sing because Sing was on Glee. <laughs> but um, there are some really good songs on this one, like Planetary Go is one of my favorite, but... Um, bulletproof art another good one so definitely um i can oh my emo phase start to this album as well as the next one the next one is the um self-titled self-titled album by drugs or destroyed revealed until god shows i remember being in middle school and my best friend morgan coming up into me and being like you need to listen to this album and us little emo kids walked around the football field listening to um what mr al ate um the metal worm and graveyard dancing and um i'm the rehab you're the drugs oh my gosh like i'm just thinking about this i'm trying to get this album on vinyl and i can't find it um and it's one of the best albums and you know craig owens was the lead and so he was going back and forth between that and chiotos and this album was just so smart for the metal alternative scene and it's really it was beyond its time um and that came out in 2011 um it means a lot to me because again that was another one of those albums that kind of rooted me in the scene of music and that's exactly what I needed at that time and I didn't know it and it was like my in to that kind of music and I was like before like pop music was okay and but nothing really was starting to interest me and um this was the next into that um to go on an even heavier track the next album that came out in 2011 um was Of Mice and Men's The Depths now I was the biggest fan of Of Mice and Men when I was a kid. Um, I've met the band. I remember it was such a big deal when I finally got to meet them. And The Depths is just one of those albums that is like one of the top solid metal albums, I believe, in the metal scene, especially for that time, in this time period. You know, Mice and Men has taken many dips and turns since then, and their self-titled before that was really strong, but The Depths really put Of Mice and Men out there. The first time I saw them was on the 2012 Warp Tour, and I remember... I think they were actually playing The Flood, and I was like, oh, okay, and they had me sold by it, and well, I mean, there's something about doing a wall of death to a song on this album that just just feels right, and I think, like, musically speaking, The Depths brings, um, <laughs> no, 
no pun intended, but Depp to um, metal music because they really were starting to mess around with electronics briefly and different um, textures and sounds that allowed each song to sound different but still cohesively their own characteristic sound and I don't know there's just something about the depths that is magical and I believe that most people from this decade if you're going to put on an album that's metal this is one that most people are going to know together the next album and we're taking quite the shift now is um, going to be Man Overboard's self-titled album that came out in 2012. Um, and some of these wonderful songs on it include Rare, Atlas, and Dead End Dreams. Um, and Something's Weird It's a good one too. This album, I love Man Overboard. Um, I think every pop punk kid either loves or hates Man Overboard. I don't think there's an in-between. And this album really was one of my ins to pop punk. I really just I, I love the fact that the lyrics were so ridiculous and they were so stereotypical pop punk which I didn't really know at the time until I got older um and they just the album made me feel good it was so ridiculous and quasi that I was just like this is such a good time listening to and then I was finding this new love of music that I didn't know existed because I loved metal and I loved alternative music growing up on Lincoln Park and things and I grew up on Blink-182 and Good Charlotte and this was reminded me back to that time and it found like a happy medium for me um i remember the first time i heard them play rare and atlas i think i lost my voice at that concert in that very moment because it's so like the the lyrics are so ridiculous they make you want to like throw a chair i don't know i just saw them at the uh, last and final work tour in atlantic city and i like teared because i grew such a love for this band based off that album that it's incredible so that one definitely had to make the list um, the second to last album I'm going to talk about is um, came out in 2013, and it's an album called Cinematics by Set It Off. Cinematics is a masterpiece, and I would just leave it at that, but Set It Off, um, I adore them. I've met them a bunch of times, and I've really loved to watch their evolution grow. Cinematics was really the beginning for Set It Off, specifically the deluxe edition, too, um, and they really grew from there, and they have made such a name for themselves just since then, and that was, it's been, like, seven years. Cinematics was that perfect blend between My Chem, Panic, Fall Out Boy, and it, and, and it made, and pop, you know, especially now, but, like, even then, there were dashes of pop and theatrics, and that was what made Cinematics so special and so ornately set it off and it was so different than everything that was going on in the music scene that so many people could attach to it but it took a minute but this was a perfect bridge to them to get to duality which put them on the map you know they were I, I would say about beyond their time or past it I think they were people were on that ship when that came out and people were a little bit put back by it but then once they really started listening to set it off and really listening to the lyrics and listening to the different musical nuances that fell in the album they they were buying what they were hearing and i don't know it's really remarkable to go back and listen to cinematics and then listen to something like duality and think wow they've really changed especially when they put out upside down but to think now back it all started because of that album and it's really really interesting to think you know especially with their album that they put out this year midnight thoughts you listen to that and listen to cinematics and you can hear those influences start to come back and because they did um divert for it for some time but you can hear that the album that i would say would be one of their most successful next to duality um is paying you know homage to that album so that album means a lot to me set it off our one of my favorite bands, so, and that album is that reason, so, um, yeah, it's remarkable. 
And the last album is probably not going to shock anybody um, that I'm putting this on the list, but I wanted to do albums that came out this decade that mean the most to me, that I think are the most groundbreaking, that I think have shaped me as the human, and that album. The last album I'm going to talk about is um, Movements' um, debut album, Feel Something, that came out in 2017. I could probably spend an entire podcast just talking about Feel Something. I feel like I've talked about Feel Something a bunch in this podcast, and Feel Something is just... It leaves me speechless, and not many things do, which is impressive. Anytime I tell my friends they make me speechless, they're like, oh my gosh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And this album does that to me. This is an album that I can put on when I'm feeling any type of way, good, bad, happy, sad, anything in between, and it will make me feel better at the end. And sometimes I gotta listen to it a few times, but um, it does work. It's one of those albums that will break you down emotionally and build you back up. And I respect that, and I love that about the album. I think the album... The lyrics are so strong, they're hard-hitting, and they're delivered in such a way that hasn't been done before. The instrumentals are simple, but they accent the music perfectly. And I think the layout of the album, track by track, is remarkable. I, I don't think there is a better way that this album could have been laid out. I think that it is one of the best albums of the decade, especially for that scene of music, and I'm incredibly biased, but I just there's something special about that album, and there's something special about the experience that it creates. For me, that the album has saved my life more than a few times. Um, my favorite thing is to just put it on, you know, on a record and let it spin and then, you know, huff and puff when I have to get up and, you know, flip the side. But it's, it's remarkable. I can't begin to thank, you know. It's so funny when you think, like, oh, I have to thank this artist for putting out this music because they're just giving you the emotions that are in their head. But if I could thank anybody in this decade for putting out an album, I would thank Movements for putting out this one. And it's, like, I think I've talked about it before, but that album was the first album I ever reviewed on What's So Special About Music anyway, so it's really cool for it to come full circle, and no pun intended, and be, you know, this album that means the world to me. So with that, um, it has been good. I think coming up, I'm going to be doing definitely my top 10 albums of the year, and that will be probably done in two different segments, five and five. And then I'm going to probably do one more new music podcast in December, and that's going to take us to the end of the year. So thanks for listening.